2: Hello! Hi!
0: Welcome to the Poor Charles 411. Today we're talking about the floating rib and Jake's. Yes. Because for a short peri- period of time, it was called Jake's. And we are using our trusted generalhospitalfandom.com. And we made a YouTube playlist, but it's not really one that you need to watch YouTube for. It's just interesting to see how it's changed, and to remember certain events. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's not, I don't want to say that it's not necessary, but, I mean, it's fun to revisit these things. Right. But it's not necessary.
2: I'm trying to remember what I remember. Okay. The Floating Rib, formerly Jake's, is the local bar in Port Charles, established in 1978, Mm -hmm. which I knew they said that it had been before but i didn't realize it was a million years ago because that's how long ago that was in my mind it is currently owned and run by Mac scorpio and felicia scorpio it was formerly run by coleman i miss him ratcliffe until he sold it to mac in 2014 in march of 2012 luke spencer paid coleman to rename the bar the floating rib after the former restaurant in port charles that was open in the 1980s that's not actually true though He'd wanted the name changed because he had hit Jake Weber right. and killed him and he didn't and we'll like about that, that the sign said Jake. Yeah. Well that makes it sound way more nice than it actually was. It was totally for his purposes. Um there no way, yes. But also so that the family didn't have to see I felt like it was more for him than the family, but whatever. And then it says they are continually one of the support, one of the sponsors of the annual nurses' ball, which I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, you never pay attention. I to don't.
2: The,
0: <laughs> I pay attention to the logos. The, no, I pay attention online.
2: to the big sponsors because then we make fun of their product placement, where they're like, "Oh, your hands are oh, yeah. dry," but I never course, realized Jakes was one part one of it.
0: Too. Yeah. Huh. Well, oh yeah,
2: look at that. Learned yeah, they're all in new the every
0: background. day. It's fun. So it is actually a bar and boarding house. I didn't know anyone lived above the floating rib. Didn't Jason stay there? That was when it was Jake's. So what happened to those
2: rooms? I don't know know either. It's nicknamed the rib. That would open up a lot of places for people to live though. I know. Why is everyone staying at the Metro Corps if you can live above Kelly's or above the floating rib? Right.
0: And who's living there now? Well, now they would not have a place to live. (laughs)
2: I'm glad no one was living there then. That would be
0: dangerous. (laughs) Could those be like the, oh no, because we would have known by now if that was where Molly and TJ, like in that area that they live in.
2: Oh, okay. The yeah, Charles Street District. Is that what? That's where Molly and TJ okay. live. Yeah.
0: Notable people. We talked about Mac and Felicia own it. Chet Driscoll is a bartender, and Coleman is the original owner. And the address oh my, is 345 Portside Ro- Road, Port Charles, New York. And it was originally called Jake's located in the more seedy part of town the bar was established in 1978 and first introduced in 1996 owned by a woman named jake often referred to as the shady lady could not find oh, any,
2: man. any like videos of i it. want to know who the shady lady is i know
0: or was that the name of the bar was that the nickname of the bar was the shady lady or was that jake's nickname Oh, I don't know. So then when I was skimming through some YouTubes, there was also a guy named Jake that would talk to Sean Donnelly all the time. Again, can we please just get the writers <laughs> a baby book? There are thousands of names to choose from because there was a Sasha before, too, mm-hmm. that was a guy. And I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So after Jake left town in 1999, why don't we remember that? I, I don't remember this Jake no. person, woman coleman bought the place many popular couples have met at jake's over the years and i talked about this a little bit on monday jason and carly met at jake's
2: playing pool
0: that is on the youtube (laughs) it was fantastic lulu and dante and johnny and olivia many fights have also broken out at jake's the most well known being a bar fight between sam mccall and carly corinthos And that is what prompted me to go to YouTube because I was like, wait, I don't remember them fighting at Jake's. It was bad Carly. Oh, okay. It was the Carly that we don't even remember her name. (laughs) And that's why we don't remember it. But she saddles up to Sam and is like, you know, I met Jason here and we used to have crazy sex upstairs. Did he ever tell you about that? And she was just like going into... All of that. And we don't talk about that. Carly and Jason don't talk about the fact that they used to.
2: No, they only talk about him taking care of Michael. Right. It's like that's when their friendship started, but they don't get into the rest of that stuff. Right.
0: And it was fun to watch aj flirting with her saying how she's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen and how she deserves all the best things in the world and all that and i'm like yeah (laughs) i'm like you're gonna change your mind (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit and oh oh, oh. it was so weird because when aj brought her wherever he took her he didn't even have it in a frame it was just like a random picture of him and jason like propped up on a table It's not like he had a collection of family pictures or something. And I didn't finish watching it. But I'm like, I can't remember if Carly sees it and then is like, wait, I can't. No. You know. I started to fast forward a lot because.
2: Right. It wasn't relevant to this. But I didn't think that she found out that they were brothers till after.
0: So the thing that I'm upset about, though, is that they don't talk about the original floating rib. Right. In this write-up. And that's what we were really interested in. I guess I'm just going to cut out of this and go back to that. It was a super classy place. It was. It was like a fancy restaurant. It was in replace of the Poor Charles Hotel because there was one scene where I was watching Jimmy Holt had gone and the bartender was like, well, I used to be the bartender at Poor Charles Hotel and you and your wife would always come in and- Jimmy Holt just got like mad at him and whatever. He's like, if I wanted a conversation, I would have, I forget what he says he did, would have done. But the bartender's like, okay, bye.
2: Isn't that the point of a bartender? But, You're supposed to have a conversation with them, but okay.
0: A little bit. You can you can pick up on the ones that want to talk and the ones that don't. Okay. okay. If a guy comes up all angry, saying, I want a double scotch, and the second you set it down, starts drinking.
2: I guess that's true. He probably doesn't There's want to talk lot about his There's a lot of language
0: that goes into being a bartender, but <laughs> you just, eat, but you pick up on it, you know? Right. And I mean, this was the type of classy place that the bartender was wearing like a button up white shirt with a vest mm-hmm. and like a little bow tie and everything. It's where Anna and Sean Donnelly would have lunch. It's Aww. where the commissioner's
2: wives had lunch. It, it was. It was. It, it did. It looked exactly like the bar one of the other bar or one of the other restaurants it wasn't just the port charles hotel where was the other one
0: i don't know i think that was the floating rib okay because they had stained glass it was all red it looked like crushed velvet wallpaper Mm -hmm. you know in the big drapes and everything one video that we watched was leslie and
2: that was so good monica
0: wound up having lunch together because they both were having lunch by themselves. It was right after Monica and Alan had gotten divorced and he's there having lunch with Susan Moore. Mm -hmm. Monica walks in and is like, crap. And then Leslie comes in and
2: yeah, she like reads the whole room and then gets up and comes over and is like, "Do you mind if I join you?" which was really I nice considering of her. Yeah, because I thought maybe when I started watching it that it was before all the history went on with them and then Monica was very grown up and was like, "I'm sorry that I totally messed with your marriage" yep. and even admitted that it wouldn't have gone down the way that it did if she hadn't gotten pregnant
0: and so, lied about,
2: yeah, who. who the dad was. So, good job, Monica. Yeah. That was very mature. Leslie
0: took the first step. Well, yeah.
2: But good job Monica not just pretending like everything was fine. Right, She wasn't being fake. She was like, yeah, thanks for sitting with me.
0: My only concern was, so it it was great. Did you get to the part with Laura? It was kind of, it was before they got to the restaurant.
2: Laura was talking about the wedding and stuff at the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And Amy was there, Amy Mm -hmm. Vining. So if you don't know who Amy Vining is... Just go watch. It's the first episode on the playlist, and you will see what we meant by our Amy now. Yes. Is a reflection of that mm-hmm. Amy, because she was that Amy. Yes. There. Yes. And then Leslie was done with work. Right. And wanted to go have dinner. I'm sorry. She wanted to go have dinner. Yes, Monica was going back to the hospital, and they were both drinking wine. Well, I'm not saying that
2: I've never had a glass of wine. It was 1981. But I feel like if I was a doctor. It was 1981. They can have one drink. It's fine.
0: Oh, okay. And then she's just going to go, you know, open someone's heart.
2: Maybe she wasn't, since it was night, she wasn't going to do a surgery. She was just she kind of. Paperwork. Yeah. Okay. That's not. That's Maybe not that I'm that's why doctors with.
0: have sloppy handwriting.
2: Maybe. There you go.
0: Boom! Figure
2: it out. Yes. My favorite part of that. whole scene that has actually nothing to do with the floating rib was whenever Leslie was on the phone to her friend and she was like, oh, Robert Scorpio will be happy to see you. And the friend was like, who? And she was like, you know, that guy with the patent leather hair. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) so funny.
0: Yeah, There was just a lot of great scenes that there was also Luke was talking to Alex Quartermain. Again, another name that we could have Mm -hmm. thought of something different. Yep. And it was just, it was really interesting to just see them all interacting in a high class place. Like it was, that was their bar. That's where they went to was the floating rib and you got dressed
2: for it. Yes. Well, now it's the Metro Court would be that place for them.
0: Yeah. But you can go there in jeans. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like it's,
2: Luke was wearing a three piece suit. But I feel like time has evolved too. So they're changing it up for that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it would be nice if we could, I mean, I'm sitting here right now in like sweatpants and a long sleeve t-shirt. So trust me, I am not saying that. She wants I, to
2: put our fancy dress on and go out to dinner. I just,
0: I think that it would be nice if, I don't know, sometimes I watch those old movies and I'm just like, man, people really used to get dressed up Yes.
2: just to go do that.
0: Yeah. You know, that's, it's nice.
2: It is nice. And we'll talk
0: about how it's changed. the floating rib in like two sentences
2: there you go (laughs) to
0: how it's changed to now um but i guess that's really all that we can say about the old floating rib is yeah it was classy super classy
2: classy place to be
0: and then there were fights at the now floating rib that we knew right as jake's that was Johnny and Matt Hunter. Matt Hunter showed up all angry. Mm,
2: he was so cute. Yes.
0: And Johnny was playing piano. I forgot how much Johnny was playing piano.
2: <laughs> he used to play piano.
0: He did. Uh Max Scorpio and Kevin Collins. I forgot what they fought about and I couldn't find the clip. And then Olivia and Connie
2: Falconeri. Oh, yeah. In 2006, Robin Scorpio, Emily Quartermain, Elizabeth Weber, Kelly Lee, and Lainey Winters chose Jake's as the location of their girls' night out. That was so good, very good. That and was that is so, so good. A so I I need to go back and watch that like 20 times because I wanted to be invited to that girls' night. It was so good. Um. Max G. and Betty, Rick Lansing, and Patrick Drake, Lucky Spencer, and Nicholas Cassadine also planned a boys' night out to fantasize about Carly Corinthians. All right. So we're going to go back a second here. (laughs) Okay.
0: So first we have to go back to the girls Mm -hmm. and talk about what it was that they were doing. They had a horrible day at work, all of them. They're throwing back tequila. There was – so at the beginning, it was just Robin, Emily, Liz, and Kelly. Mm-hmm. So that's four. Right. There were two full bottles of tequila on the bar. Pullman, the whole thing is, the whole place is empty. Right. Coleman's in the back, just like hanging out, shooting pool, leaving the girls to their own devices with these two bottles of tequila, all the shot glasses. They're just throwing them back. And they're just talking about, it was funny because they all, they all did a great job of starting off a, as you do the first drink that you have. right, And then. Slowly, you become a little ridiculous, and then eventually, you get (laughs) super ridiculous. And Lainey shows up and is behind. Yeah, so she needs to catch up, of course, you know. And she goes to sip her shot, and they all call her out on being like a wimp and all that stuff. And then she's like, Okay, well, how do I do this? And Liz screams, You lick it, slam it, and suck it. I would expect nothing less of Liz. (laughs) And she's like, What? I'm a wife and a mother. I'm not like, I know how the world works or something <laughs> like that. And it was, it was just funny because, yeah. And she was referring to you slam down the shot and then like you suck on a lime. Right. So, or you, you lick, lick the, salt the salt on your hand, slam down the shot and then suck the lime. Yes. So, but then they run out of those two bottles and get another mm-hmm. for now five. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they were all
2: not sick. I'm sure they, Ubered home. And home.
0: Robin starts saying about how she's like, I should have followed my mom and been, and she messed up saying WSB. She kept like slipping up. (laughs) So just a spy, (laughs) just a spy. And so like she put up her hands, like she has, like you did when you were a kid, you know, you put up your hands like in circles around your eyes. And then they all start talking about Patrick, who's the new doctor. Mm. And then they all individually have a fantasy where they're with, Patrick because Emily said that I forget who it is but somehow they got to casual sex and Emily's like that's the way to go <laughs> and so they each have a fantasy and it was Destiny's Child Naughty Girl Oh, was nice. playing on the jukebox they should have changed up the song I feel like for each, for each one yep but it was great how they shot it, too, because it was so like Robin started at the jukebox, selected the song. And then it's like they had the spotlight and then you see the girls in the background, but they're kind of darked out. Mm-hmm. But they're sitting there dancing at the bar, like how you would with your friends, just like swaying back and forth, little yes. movement, stuff like that. Yeah. And then they each have their own little fantasy about Patrick Drake. But with the guys, they were not fantasizing about Carly. They had all had like an incident with her.
2: Oh, okay. And yeah, see, I remember the girl one. I don't remember they, the guys. They weren't fantasizing. So
0: Max went to Carly's earlier, and this is when Sonny was in a supermanic state. And I think that he was hospitalized at the time. Okay. And Carly had just come back from a run. And Max was like on the front step, kind of like practicing what he was going to say to her and stuff. So it was like, obviously he had a little crush on her. He's so cute. And then she, when they go inside, she's just spraying herself down. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so hot. You know, but he's thinking, uh-huh. <laughs> and then she told off Rick about, Rick wanted to take charge for Sonny's care or something like that. And she basically told him off like, no, that's not happening. Right. And then I didn't see what happened with Lucky. And it was Greg Vaughn Lucky, not. Okay. Um. Jonathan Jackson and Tyler Christopher Nicholas. And they're still sitting there talking, not like complaining about her, but like talking about what a powerful woman she is and how she's a good match for Sonny. How like he's met his match with her. Yeah. You know, so I did not get the impression that it was really fantasizing about Carly. They, the girls fantasized.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I don't remember it. So it couldn't have been done as well if it was a fantasy.
0: And Back to the girls real quick. Patrick showed up at the end and was like, is this a private party?
2: they're <laughs> so like, no, you can join all of us because yep. you are so hot. But yeah, so I just didn't feel like. Right. That is the wrong. Good. I'm glad that you described it more because I'm yeah. like, I totally remember that girls night and being like, oh, my gosh, that would be so much fun. I don't remember.
0: And that video is right after the girls on our playlist. And I fast, I did fast forward there because I'm like, where are they fantasizing about Harley? <laughs> it's like the last minute and a half. Oh. So unless there's something I did not find. Yeah. That was it. No.
2: Okay. In 2009, Coleman decided to give the place a little class and to appeal to his more upscale clients. One day he added a piano to Jake's and served an excellent pinot from a California vineyard. Here's your Johnny, then. Johnny Zaccaro promptly sat down at the piano and played. Johnny once serenaded his then girlfriend, Olivia Falconeri, on the piano. It was such, they had chemistry, but it was still so weird. Coleman also began hosting karaoke nights at Jake's. Which are your favorite. They are my favorite. They're so good. Performing, performers included Lulu Spencer, Maxi Jones, Rebecca Shaw, and Diane Miller as Maxi and the Maxettes. Robin, Patrick Drake, Spinelli, Ethan Lovett, and his father Luke Spencer, Alexis Davis, Max Scorpio, Brooklyn Quartermain, and even Coleman himself. During Maxie and Spinelli's non-wedding, when the age limit was temporarily lifted for the party, Morgan Corinthos and his cousin Molly Lansing Davis performed.
0: Oh, I don't remember that. That's when they were little.
2: They would have been really little. I but don't it was remember our their Molly. Performance. But it sh-
0: I mean, it right? Was still, aww, yeah. And then in 2012, Luke Spencer paid Coleman a substantial amount of cash to change the name to the bar, The Floating Rib, a former Par Charles restaurant that closed in the late 1980s. Luke wanted to change the name because he thought Jake's was a reminder to Elizabeth Weber of her son, Jake Spencer, who was presumed dead after Luke drove while drunk a year earlier. And like Amanda said earlier, he
2: hit Jake. Right. So... I, I really do feel like that was more for him than for Elizabeth, but okay. But it, So I do have both on
0: the playlist. I do agree that in part it was for his own healing too, but I really do think that if it was just for himself, I don't think he would have done it. But because of Elizabeth, he did. Okay. That's really That's really how I felt. But then Elizabeth came and very beautifully thanked him mm-hmm. and at the same time kind of forgave him. Right. You know, she you can forgive without it's not like she was saying, That's fantastic that you killed my son. Right, right. You know, but she knew he was hurting and that he was trying to move forward and she acknowledged all of that. Mm-hmm. Did not take her pain away. You no. Know, but it it really is a beautiful scene between the two of them. This is what I'm kind of liking about what they're doing with Franco and Liz, because Liz is a better character than they let her be. Yes. A lot of the times. Yes. Anyway, Coleman later hires Max Scorpio as the manager and bartender. Since the name change, the bar has become known for their ribs. Imagine that. Mm, hear that. And mac and cheese, <laughs> apparently, because a lot of people get the ribs and mac and cheese. Oh, yes. my God. I cannot wait for this diet to be over and then... <laughs> Well, it's never going to be over because now I have made the lifestyle change, and but I'm going to soon have ribs and mac and cheese.
2: I don't really like mac and cheese, so I would be excited for the ribs. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: How do you not like mac and
2: cheese? Well, it's not really that great. But <laughs> I mean, i
0: had the right mac and cheese. I mean, I'll
2: eat it, but it's not. Have you only ever had boxed? No, I've had real. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> You can continue. I'm stunned. <laughs> You're not stunned. It's not that big of a deal. It's mac and cheese. You'll be okay. In 2013, The Floating Rib was host to Mac and Felicia's wedding. Could not find that. Oh. Could not find it. And a party with karaoke performed by Mac, Kevin Collins, Maxie Jones, Lulu Spencer, Dante Falconeri, and Liesl Obrecht. The wedding itself was later crashed by Richard Simmons.
0: And that was his. That was because of the 50th anniversary.
2: I know, but why does he just randomly show up places?
0: I don't know. But that was because of the
2: 50th anniversary that he came back. Yes, which makes a little more sense than he just right. randomly showed up. In 2014... It would have made
0: more sense if he was hosting an aerobics class
2: yeah. for Felicia to get wedding right. ready. Exactly. They could have done anything that would have made more sense than that. But anyway, yeah. in 2014, after Coleman was arrested, he sold the floating rib to Mac. In 2017, there was an attempted armed robbery at the Floating Rib. However, the perpetrator was quickly subdued by Jordan Ashford with aid from the PCPD.
0: In March 2018, when the Floating Rib was host to Jocelyn Jackson Oscar Nero's school dance, an earthquake struck Port Charles. We have to do a 411 all about how many times an earthquake has apparently struck New York. Because mm-hmm. that's just insane. Yep. Jocelyn and Oscar become trapped in a freezer and Drew Kane later... Became trapped under the freezer door after rescuing them, and that's that was a really sweet. That was. I mean, they were cute, locked yes. in the freezer, and it was sweet. It doesn't. And like this was that not their ago. alternative dance. That was how at the Metro Court, right? This was just another dance because I forget why they couldn't do it at the school. Yeah, that's weird. But oh well. Drew was later saved by Franco Baldwin and Dante Falconeri. The earthquake left the fr- floating ribbon shambles. <laughs> Not as much. <laughs> However, Mac and Felicia had the bar rebuilt and renovated a month later. In October 2018, the serial killer Ryan Chamberlain decapitated nurse Mary Pat Ingalls on Halloween. He then placed her head in a barrel of apples, which Carly Corinthos and many guests were horrified to discover during a party at the Floating grip. It was not just Carly discovered. Carly was about ready to bob for apples. Yes. And the head came popping <laughs> up. <laughs> Yuck. In 2019, Mac hired Chetter School as a bartender. And again,
2: why don't we see him all right. the time? Because he was amazing.
0: In September 2019, the bachelor and bachelorette parties for Valentine and Nina are held here, during which Valentine sweeps Nina off her feet singing karaoke. Okay. I <laughs> love listening to James Patrick Stewart.
2: I love listening to him, except for they put it in places it doesn't necessarily have to be. I feel like that's not real life sometimes. He just starts singing.
0: I don't know. If so, you're that musically inclined, maybe you do. Maybe. maybe life I wouldn't know.
2: I wouldn't know. I have no musical talent whatsoever.
0: My husband was a drummer. He does not just randomly no, I play drums. I was going to say, does he walk around with
2: drums on? No. <laughs> in 2020, after Marcus Taggart is supposedly killed in a mob shootout, Mac hosts his memorial service at the Rib. That was weird. I remember that. Like, Like obviously I remember that. Yes. It should have been a little classier. Twice in early twenty twenty. Maybe he
0: really liked their mac and cheese.
2: Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Please don't have my memorial service (laughs) somewhere because of mac and cheese. Twice in early All we're serving. No. It was Amanda's favorite. No. (laughs) All the drinks have to be mixed with Dr. Pepper. That's what mine. Memorial service would to be. You can mix anything with Dr. Pepper. Can do whiskey and Dr. Pepper, or whatever. Ooh, heck yeah! Anyway, twice in early 2020, while at the rib, Brooklyn Quartermain ended up in a physical <laughs> fight. Twice. Yep. <laughs> Lulu took part in both. The first time, she and Dustin Phillips helped defend Brooklyn against her sleazy manager's advances, and the second time, she and Brooklyn exchanged heated words, leading to a fight. Valentine Cassadine gleefully recorded the second one. The PCPD were called to break up both, arresting all parties involved the first time and only Brooklyn the second time.
0: That's wrong. He recorded the one at the Metro Court, didn't he? Or was it at the floating rib? Cause remember the one with the flipped over tables? Oh, that stuff? was at the Court. Metro Court. Yeah. So I think that they only had one fight at, cause the first fight she had was the one where she accidentally hit Chase over the head with the bottle. Right. I think the second fight was at the Metro Court. I am almost positive about this. I don't know. I don't know either. But continue. Sorry.
2: That's okay. Upon release, Lulu, Brooklyn, and Dustin agreed to pay Mac and Felicia for the damages. Ned agreed to cover the damages, and Brooklyn promised to pay him back. That's going to bother me.
0: <laughs> on November 20th, 2020. Really? We did it on 2020 The floating... I mean, there were 12 of them. Yes. Still. (laughs) The floating rib is blown up by a bomb planted by Julian Jerome per the order of drug kingpin Cyrus Renault. Cyrus's purpose was to kill rival Jason Morgan. Franco Baldwin, Elizabeth Weber Baldwin, Cameron Weber, Dev Cherche. We never used Dev's actual last name. Hmm. We always said Dev Corbin. Dustin Phillips, Lulu Spencer, and Dante Falconeri are caught in the explosion. Dev and Dustin are fatalities, and Lulu ends up in a coma from a
2: cerebral edema. And that's all that we know. They have to rebuild. They have to. You know Mac has insurance. If you rebuild it once, he has to rebuild it again.
0: So I don't know why this didn't have more information about the classy one. I don't know. Thank you, YouTube, though, for letting us know. If not, we would have had a bunch of people mad at us. Yes. Like, it was not always Jake's. It was classy before that. Yep. So Yay. We are going to look this up real quick because it's going to Because Shannon's a dork. Yeah. So did you remember that stuff?
2: I did. I did. Thank you for watching more and doing more than I did I for this. Seriously so. seriously only watched maybe a no, half you, hour you of did, stuff. You did way more than me, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. I, I thought I had more time than I did. It's okay. But you also
0: have three times. To- Twice as many kids as
2: I do, not three
0: times. <laughs> I do not have six children. Thank you. Yes. Okay. What was I looking at?
2: Um, Brooklyn. What fight? Valentine took the pictures at. Was there? Was that a third one? Because didn't Brooklyn get arrested three times last year?
0: Yeah. Lulu and Brooklyn destroy each other and the Metro Court after their conversation. Yeah, because that's Valentine taping it. That was the Metro Court.
2: Okay, but was there one at the thing that he taped? Because I think Brooklyn was arrested three times last year.
0: She was, but she was also arrested for. Hold on. Didn't we just talk about her? Brooklyn arrests. At the very bottom, it should say her arrest record. She was. She assaulted Link in self defense in 2020. Okay. She accidentally hit Detective Harris Chase in the head with a beer bottle while targeting Link. Okay. She was arrested for that. Uh That's when she accidentally hit Chase. So that would have been her first arrest. Second arrest was her and Lulu at the floating rib. Okay. And then the third arrest was at the Metro Court. Okay.
2: So it was just wrong saying that he recorded her there. Not that it didn't take place.
0: One of those fights was at the Metro Court. Sorry, fandom, you're wrong. (laughs) But still. Yes. Yeah, apparently it used to have places,
2: uh, and Jason used to live above it. Right. When it was Jake's. Right.
0: Because so, that's where him
2: and Carla hooked up. hmm So I don't know why they don't rent them out anymore.
0: I don't know either. I wonder if we put that address in.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: GPS, where it'll take us. It's gonna be like, you need.
2: It's going to come up with a warning reality check. That's not <laughs> <a> real.
0: <laughs> there is a portside road in. Hopatcong, New Jersey, Bristol, Rhode Island, Richmond, British Columbia, Perrysburg, Ohio, Lolo, Montana, Edgewater, New Jersey. Oh there's one in Australia, Medina, Ohio, Chaco Whitney, Chaco Chaco Winnate? Sure. North Carolina. None in Port Charles. Well, there is no Port Charles. <laughs> but there's a Port there's a three hundred forty five Portside Avenue, Port Charlotte, Florida ah there you go sorry i'm a super nerd
2: okay. yep <laughs> but that was fun yes so learned a little bit got a little refresher
0: i i hope that they rebuild because now we don't have charlie's either which i don't understand why christina just didn't get right the chance to take that over i right. feel like julian would have
2: willed it to her i agree so i can't imagine having mac by charlie's that's not big enough charlie's isn't Big enough to like dance and hang out. It didn't right. have a pool table. It was just a hangout bar.
0: Yeah, it was more like a. Um, it was more of a restaurant
2: that had a bar. Yeah, yeah. So no, they have to rebuild. I'm putting my foot down. It must happen.
0: But then, at what point? So there was also a scene. Michael got drunk mm-hmm. at Jake's, mm-hmm. and they mentioned it here that during Spinelli and Maxie's wedding, the age limit
2: was left lifted. Right. For the karaoke, I think, right. not for drinking.
0: Why was Danny allowed there? We never really saw any kids. Why was Danny allowed there that day? Huh? I don't know. Because Michael and Molly had been allowed, or Christina, had been allowed there because Jason was cool with Coleman. Right. But now Mac owns it.
2: Right. Mac wouldn't let Why it Why was
0: Danny it? there? Huh. Well, you just called them out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. So join us this mon- on Monday as we talk about this week's episode's.
2: Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform.
0: Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for pier54podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there's something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com.